Once again, Greece is experiencing a time of political and social uncertainty, a time where yet again many citizens have begun to search for a new political savior, one that will pull Greece out of its current economic abyss and provide the promise of hope and change, putting an end to the crisis and placing Greece back on a path toward growth and better days. This is highly similar to what was taking place in Greece just over a year ago, when millions of people within and outside of Greece believed that Syriza could comprise this sort of political force, and they believed that this purely on the basis of rhetoric and promises, the big promises made by Alexis Tsipras and the rest of Syriza regarding the abolition of the austerity measures with one law and one article, the supposedly anti-austerity Thessaloniki policy platform, the tearing apart of the memorandum agreements, promises, promises, and yet more promises from Syriza, including promises that all of these wonderful things could take place firmly within the confines of the European Union and the Eurozone, and that Syriza, when in power, would indeed manage to change Europe. No one, however, seemed to notice how Syriza's pre-election rhetoric was already being significantly watered down compared to their earlier promises. No one noticed that whereas Tsipras had once said that remaining in the Eurozone is not a fetish, Syriza was now not even contemplating an exit from the Euro, not even as a plan B. No one noticed that Syriza abandoned its platform to nationalize the banking system. Formerly radical economist Kostas Lapavitsas, whom we have unfortunately interviewed in the past on our program had once been proposing a so-called radical economic platform, including a Euro exit. In January 2015, however, just prior to the elections, he appeared on the BBC to defend Syriza's economic platform as a form of mild Keynesianism. Dozens of candidates on Syriza's ballot were former members of the corrupt Basok party which ruled Greece for most of the 40 years following the fall of the military dictatorship, and many of them were elected and attained cabinet posts in a new government of supposed hope and change. However, perhaps the biggest sign of the flip-flop and broken promises that were to follow was the inclusion of the false prophet Yanis Varoufakis on the Syriza ballot and his selection as Greece's minister of finance after the elections. Varoufakis, a former advisor to Pasok's George Papandreou, who brought austerity and the IMF to Greece, had carefully developed the reputation as a supposedly radical, anti-austerity economist who was not afraid to clash with the system and who would demand the end of austerity and the memorandum agreements. Yet, the same Varoufakis was telling us, long before the elections, that it was impossible for a country to leave the Eurozone, while rejecting the actions of countries such as Argentina and Iceland, stating that he instead sought a so-called European solution for the Greek crisis. Nobody seemed to notice this, and instead, Varoufakis earned the most votes of any individual candidate in the January 2015 elections. Now, one year later, we are once again seeing the same theater of the absurd take place before our eyes. And this time Varoufakis, the son of a wealthy industrialist and who is married to the daughter of another wealthy industrialist, is being presented as the best and only hope for change and for the elimination of austerity not just in Greece but for all of Europe. On February 9th he will announce the launch of his new pan-European political movement with a presentation in, where else, Berlin, a movement that is already promising to quote, restore democracy to Europe and to quote, save Europe from itself, and everyone who last year was ridiculing and insulting anyone who dared to suggest that Syriza was not what it presented itself as being and that it would break its promises, has now forgotten what they were saying a year ago and is doing the same exact thing to anyone who dares to question Varoufakis, his record, or his sincerity. Let's take this opportunity, therefore, to remind everyone about the major achievements of Varoufakis before, during, and after his term as Greece's finance minister.
minister. Varoufakis is the man who was Greece's finance minister in the first days of the new Syriza government last year, had gone to the initial negotiations at the Eurogroup summit proposing the continuation of 70% of the previously existing austerity measures and memorandums for another six months, as he said. He refused to even raise the specter of a Eurozone exit for Greece, not even as a negotiation tactic or as a plan B. In fact, Varoufakis, while he was supposedly negotiating hard with the Troika, publicly stated that Greece has no plan B. It should therefore come as no surprise that the 70% proposed by Varoufakis became 100%, meaning continuation of 100% of the previous austerity measures and memorandums for the next four months. Varoufakis agreed to this and had the audacity to return to Greece, claiming that the agreement was an example of creative ambiguity and that the Troika would now be known as the kinder, gentler institutions. The excuses and spin began immediately, that Varoufakis and Syriza were new and deserved more time, that they were not prepared for what they would face at the Eurogroup summit, that they deserved our continued support, and that there was no alternative, and that anyone who dared to speak out against Syriza was clearly a supporter of the previous governing parties or a fascist. In this way, the blinders remained firmly in place for what was to follow, such as when Varoufakis announced that the Greek finance ministry had hired Wall Street firm Lazard in an advisory capacity, the same Lazard that had advised George Papandreou on the introduction of the first memorandum agreement in 2010 when he was prime minister, the same Lazard that had advised the unelected technocrat prime minister Lucas Papadimos regarding the introduction of further austerity in 2012, the same Lazard that had advised the previous New Democracy PASOK coalition government on the privatization of public assets. At the same time, Varoufakis, in countless appearances and interviews in the media, kept parroting the same stale myths about Greece and the people of Greece, such as the myth which was proven to be a lie, that Greece had the highest rate of Porsche Cayenne ownership in the world. Varoufakis lectured us about the quote, hard-working German taxpayers, who were quote, bailing out Greece, and who quote, wanted a return on their investment, neglecting to say, however, that Germany and the Troika have profited quite handsomely just off of the interest that Greece is paying on its forced loans, without even getting into the lucrative assets which Greece was forced to privatized and which they bought up. Instead, Varoufakis was telling us about the need to lead a so-called austere existence, all the while he and his wife were being photographed for a French magazine's photo shoot in front of a table full of lobster and champagne at their home with a full view of the Acropolis. This was nothing, however, compared with what was to follow. Varoufakis, along with the other saviors within Syriza, nominated and elected the corrupt, conservative, pro-austerity former New Democracy Minister Prokopis Pavlopoulos as President of the Republic. Once again, the Syriza and Varoufakis apologists told us to give them more time. Varoufakis repeatedly stated that Greece's debt would be repaid, quote, in perpetuity, and that it is legal, at the same time that the Greek government had put on a big show of creating a parliamentary committee to investigate the legality of this very same debt. In an interview with the Associated Press, Varoufakis flatly stated that he will squeeze blood from a stone in order for the IMF to be repaid, while in another interview, Varoufakis stated that he sought to develop good relations with Christine Lagarde and the IMF, which held views that he, quote, personally agreed with. Varoufakis repeatedly stated that his homeland is Europe and not Greece, and that he would like to see the development of a so-called United States of Europe. He stated that the Eurozone is like the Hotel California, where he can check out any time he like, but he can never leave. Such was the nature of Varoufakis' supposedly fierce negotiation, just as when he told ABC television in Australia that even if Greece wanted to, it was unable to mint its own currency.
currency because Greece's mint was destroyed when Greece joined the Eurozone. It seems he was unaware of the fact that Greece's mint is still alive and well and is where the 20 euro notes are still printed today. Moving forward, the heroic Yanis Varoufakis stated that the previous privatizations would not be rescinded and that he agreed with the privatization of public assets such as airports and harbors under certain supposed conditions. Indeed, he spoke out in favor of further so-called investments by China's Costco in Greece, including the privatization of the port of Piraeus, saying that this would be a positive development for the country. Forging ahead, Varoufakis selected Elena Panaritis as Greece's representative to the International Monetary Fund, the same Panaritis who was a former World Bank official and who had designed the destructive Fujishak policies which had been implemented in Peru and which drove millions of people into poverty, which led to price increases on basic goods of up to 8,000%, where hundreds of public assets were privatized and all of this was done under the rule of an autocratic government whose ruler, Alberto Fujimori, is now serving a 25-year sentence for murder and other serious charges. The same Elena Panaritis who, as a member of parliament with PASOK, voted in favor of austerity in the memorandums. This was a selection of the supposedly heroic Yanis Varoufakis, who however never raised the issue of German war reparations to Greece and never investigated the actions of Yanis Turunaras and other former government ministers for their role in bringing the austerity agreements to Greece. Continuing on, Varoufakis, in the spring of 2015 when he was still finance minister, oversaw the issuance of a governmental decree, a practice which Syriza had promised it would not allow when in government, which confiscated the cash reserves of the entire Greek public sector. This decree was then ratified by the Greek parliament, including with the vote of Varoufakis, and the cash reserves of the Greek public sector were confiscated and used to make the May IMF loan repayment. After this, Varoufakis and the Syriza government, as part of their supposedly hard negotiations with the European so-called partners, presented a 47-page proposal which foresaw 8 billion euros of new austerity measures, including a perpetually increasing primary budget surplus, meaning more austerity, plus further tax increases, elimination of early pension benefits which do in fact exist in countries like the United States and elsewhere, and the privatization of public assets such as major airports and harbors. Everything that the current Syriza government is doing and that Varoufakis apologists claim to be against. At around the same time, Varoufakis presented a proposal for the introduction of a parallel currency following the model of the IOUs issued by the state of California, while he publicly admitted that capital controls would be introduced in Greece. After this followed the big and heroic example of democracy in action, the referendum on whether to approve or reject the austerity measures proposed by the European so-called partners of Greece. Varoufakis, who was still finance minister, did not present any proposal to the Greek people, however, of what the government's plans would be if the no vote prevailed. And indeed, when the no vote did in fact prevail, not only was there no plan, but Varoufakis coincidentally was absent from the parliamentary vote which gave authorization to Alexis Tsipras to reach a deal with the lenders. Varoufakis did state publicly, however, that if he had voted, he would have voted yes to give Tsipras this authorization. Authorization which resulted, of course, in the third and harshest thus far memorandum agreement for Greece. This is the charlatan whose record as Greece's finance minister is one of nothing but austerity and who yet is now being touted as the savior not just for Greece but for all of Europe. The man who will end austerity and quote, save Europe and save capitalism from itself. Varoufakis is the man who has praised the quote, radical and quote, dynamic individualism of Thatcherism, in other words of neoliberalism, and is the man who publicly eulogized 
eulogized Thatcher on his blog after her death in 2013. He's the man whose new book was presented in the Athens Music Hall in January 2015, just prior to the elections which brought Syriza into power, by far-right Greek television talking head Babis Papadimitriou, who once expressed his support for a so-called serious golden dawn. Varoufakis is the man who has repeatedly heaped public praise on German Chancellor Angela Merkel for her handling of the refugee crisis, the same Merkel and the same Germany which has contributed militarily to the carnage in the Middle East, the same Germany where there have been dozens of arson attacks of refugee housing facilities, the same Germany which has housed some refugees in former concentration camps, the same Germany which has confiscated valuables from refugees entering the country, the same Germany which is accused of paying off African governments to take back asylum seekers and to prevent them from coming to Germany again. And we are supposed to believe the words of this man, Varoufakis, when he says that he can somehow change Europe and the EU for the better, but that the Euro cannot be changed and that a country could never leave it. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the bold, brilliant, anti-austerity savior Yanis Varoufakis. Run, run as fast as you can to vote for him. But in all seriousness, when will we stop believing any hope and change that the system itself presents to us?